Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Monday, everybody. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, are you there? Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you. Hey. Holly Roberts is here too. It is the Colleen and Bradley show. And uh, thank you for joining us this Monday. Um, it's been a weird week. It was a weird weekend. Things are weird. I don't know if you noticed. A little bit. But we're here and we're going to hang out with you. For the next three hours, we're going to have a little fun. We're going to talk a little bit serious. We're going to do what we do here on the Colleen and Bradley show. All right. So the first thing we have to do is something we started last week. Last week, the lesson was wash your hands. Hopefully you figured that out. Hopefully you've been washing your hands quite a bit. Uh, but today we have a new lesson. What is the lesson today, you guys? Today, the lesson is to stay the heck away from people. Social isolation, social distancing, Stay at home, Minnesota, whatever you want to call it. We're just going to bring home the reminder that in addition to good personal hygiene, social distancing is key to help spread or to, to the key to help from spreading coronavirus. So just like we did last week with the hand washing, we need a word of the day. And uh, it's this simple. We just say, hey, somebody uh, come up with a word of the day and call 651-641-1071. You suggest that word to us. And then whenever we work it into the program for the next three hours, we do what they did with Pee Wee Herman, except for not only do we scream real loud, ah! <laughs> we also play a little reminder song. And uh, that song, do we have that available, Holly, is going to go like this. Just stay away, just stay away, just stay away six feet. There just you go. Just stay away, just stay just stay away six feet. Yes. Yes. I love that song. I know. It's great, right? But that's our reminder to maintain our social distance. And we do, we're looking for a word of the day. We do have numerous callers calling in, trying to offer up their idea for word of the day. They got, used to, them. they got used to how we do this now. Right? It's the new normal. It's the new normal. So now let's go to the phones. Lisa is on the line. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Hello. Hi, Lisa. Okay, so uh, you will be offering up our word of the day. What is the oh. word of the day? Well, I was going to pick chocolate. <laughs> well, that's a good one. I'm sorry, but I'll, I'll go to what I really believe right now. Faith. We have faith. 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 Right. Oh, that's my girl, Lisa. Oh, Love you guys. Love you. Thanks, this is Lisa. So faith is the word of the day. So whenever we throw the word faith in our conversation, what do we do, everybody? Ah! Just stay away, just stay away six feet. You 
Just stay away. Just stay away. Six feet. Oh, get it. Oh, Bradley Trainer, I didn't know you had it in you. You took that high note. I used to listen to this song on the regular in my core on the way to work. Well, so. you know, Bradley, just because uh, sometimes we like to honor you and your beautiful musical choices, so Holly, nice. do we have our other version of our social distancing song available to play with for Bradley? One moment, please. Okay, so we did. We have a couple different versions, and you don't know what will happen today when we say the secret word you might get one of the two versions oh, okay but this is the one that we did in honor of you bradley oh it goes like this stay away stay oh! away stay away it's a little enya or should away, i say stay away stay away no no clean ya no clean your damn hands you dirty <laughs> bitches <laughs> Uh, So that's how that's going to go today. Uh, The lesson of wash your hands. That was last week. Hopefully you got that down this week. We're all about social distancing. And so we do have a word of the day. Thank you to Lisa. And when we work in the word faith, we will all sing our social distancing song. All right. Now let's do a little check in around the room. How is everybody's quarantine? Quarantine. Quarantine. Sorry, I didn't have time. That I didn't workshop that. Weekend. How was your weekend? It was good. Um, I I um, made it through the weekend. Well, as we all did, thankfully, and um, it was a very odd. Let's just be real. It was odd, right? It was really weird. Totally odd. Totally weird. I started by I ended my week rather leaving the studio on Friday, heading to get some last minute groceries just so I didn't have to leave the house at all this weekend. Um, I went to Target, which was a very odd experience. Mm. It's so anybody who has had to be out in the world knows that it's just completely odd how um, this has all been playing out. There were lots of things that were empty at the Target, of course, but there were lots of things they still had in stock. People, It seemed that people were doing their best to stay uh, generally away from one another um, and, you know, kind of accommodating each other if, you know, so nobody was just standing by you, um, unnecessarily people kind of kept it moving, which was good. But then after that, I kind of hunkered down and I feel like a lot of people did this weekend. I, um, did a couple workouts, uh, our gym, the firm is doing online workouts via zoom. So we did a couple online workouts, um, really a lot of the same things that we normally do. I organize the crap out of my office Got through tons of old files, um, just did a bunch of organizing, some cooking, and then we just watched, hunkered down and watched a lot of TV, I imagine, like a lot of other people. Yeah, you know, it just, like you said, Bradley, it was weird, and yet at the same time, uh, I found, I got a lot accomplished this weekend. It was bonkers. Yeah, you got a nice, um, you got a painting project done. Well, so, we've been, uh, my boys have shared a room for years. Um, we've always had, we have four bedrooms in our house, one for my husband and myself. And then we were using one as an office because we felt like it was the smallest room in the house. And so we thought, well, that's not big enough for a bedroom. We'll just make that our office and then we'll have the other kids share. Well, that became, especially with everybody home from school and a lot of time with the social distancing and quarantining at home and sheltering in place like we need to get my boys separated and everybody needs to have their own space in the house to go to yeah so we um moved everything out of the office which in and of itself was a major feat and we had to find another place in the house to make a little office at 
And so we found a little corner of the basement to make into an office. And then I painted the walls that were a dusty purple. That was the color they were when we moved dusty in. Dusty purple does not sound like a fun color. Well, it is when it's at an office. It's not when it's a 13-year-old boy's room. Oh, sure. Yeah, so, that's the last thing they want. Right? So he had picked out this color, and I was like, Ugh. when I saw it on the little card, you know, at the Home Depot, I was like, that's, I'm not going to like that color. And then I painted the walls and I ended up falling in love with that yeah, color. That really cute. Yeah. And so he, so then we moved all of his stuff in. Today we get uh, the bed delivered and we'll put that together. And then he has his own room. And oddly, when you take all the furniture out of a room, the room looks larger. Oh, so funny how that happened. I'm kicking myself. Why didn't we do this earlier? But you know what? I actually was really blessed to have this whole weekend to focus on it because otherwise I don't it would have taken forever to get done. I like to do projects beginning to end. Yeah, I don't like to leave things halfway done. So I got all that done. I finished. I crocheted two blankets. Yeah, you're like on the crochet uh, wagon. You know why? Because it helps take your mind off of talented at it. Oh, thank you, Holly. I don't follow a pattern. I do what I feel like doing. But what it does is it calms me down in the repetitive. um, Sure. It makes me breathe, which I need to breathe more, which also reminds me we're going to have to have Holly do a little breathe (sighs) breath exercise. But Holly, how was your weekend? Internet. In, okay, in so, a word, internet. <laughs> so what's weird about Holly is I feel like Holly was kind of like run, like sh- her safe space is running towards more information. Right. Whereas I did a total social media distancing like for most of the weekend. But Holly, tell us what being on the internet did for you this weekend. Well, that's one of the things that you're finding out. And I think that we're all kind of finding out. Okay, well, what are what do we need to do? In order to self-care, and my self-care is reading everything that I can possibly read about everything. Mm -hmm. Also, I want to make a note because my self-care did include getting outside. Now, I will say that I did that because the astronauts told me to do that. Okay, how do you mean? You have got to explain this to (laughs) the world. There is an op-ed by an astronaut who was out in space. Oh, sorry. That was my bad. Keep going. You're fine. And and. An astronaut in space. So there was an op-ed in the New York Times, and he was talking about how he dealt with social isolation being up in space for a whole year. And one of his recommendations is getting outside because it grounds you and it makes you connected uh, to the Earth, and, it, and it's important for your health. Well, okay, I'm just going to lay it out there. We're supposed to be practicing social distancing. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people mm-hmm. that I saw out there were not doing that. Oh, uh, it was. Oh, let me guess. Mm-hmm. Can I guess? Please. Were they younger people? Actually, no. Oh, it was across all age spectrums, getting together with their friends, not keeping their distance from each other, not keeping their distance away from me, and trying to, you know, walking. We have these public spaces, we have these parks. Minneapolis is a beautiful city. And we are very fortunate to have these public spaces. But please be mindful of the way that you're walking around in these spaces. Uh, you know, hey, if you, see, if you see someone walking down the street, maybe go to the other side of the street. If you see somebody walking down the park sidewalk, maybe just go single file. If you happen to be with someone in your immediate household and you wanted to get outside. It's just these little social graces that we have to have. They're necessary right now. Now, what's interesting is I... It, you're learning about the density of the place that you live, totally. right? This has been an experiment for all of us in understanding how dense uh, the areas we live in are. And 
for example, I think my neighborhood was a lot less busy probably than your neighborhood, Holly, because I think you've got more people, you know, in general. Plus, you're using park spaces that are where a lot of people from other places show up. So I bet right. you had a lot of people not necessarily walking from their own home, um, but maybe driving and showing up to, you know, the different lakes and stuff. Yeah, and that could very well be the case. But you're right, Bradley. The We're on a steep learning curve right now. And it is being mindful of those behaviors and then correcting them when you see, oh, maybe I should maybe adjust a little bit. And and having the grace to understand that this is tough. I did notice even just walking through the office, I had a moment where I was passing somebody else. And without even acknowledging what we were doing, actually, I can say who it was. It was Kenny. I saw Kenny in the hallway and we both, you know, hey, Kenny, how's it going? And we both did this like big wide dosey do around each other yeah and i wanted to be like gold star social distancing yeah well done yeah no i think in the old you know like normally your instinct is oh that's rude so i shouldn't show that i don't want to be near someone but now it's like the opposite yeah. like so you we're working extra hard to be like let's do this thing now yeah well and there is like an element of like working together when we all do it that way like i said i wanted to congratulate kenny on his lovely social distancing. Yeah. yeah. I was proud. But but I hear you, Holly. You need to be able to get outside. We all need to be yeah. able to get outside. But you, you know, you were doing what the astronauts said to do. Exactly. And when people don't take that, like, take it seriously. You guys, we're going to be doing this for a long time if people don't start taking it seriously. Right. And, and that's well, my lecture for the day. <laughs> thank you. Well, and it's just we have these beautiful spaces And we have all of these resources, but we need to understand that. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood and beyond, it's our good friend Elizabeth Reese doing a Dirt Alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Hello. How are you, Bradley? Wonderful. How are you? Hanging in there. Doing great. Um, Okay. I've got lots of dirt to get to today. Let's talk first about Woody Allen's memoir. Okay. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> um, so it's this is interesting. This um, the the book had originally been set to be put out by the same um, the same publisher that put out um, Ronan Farrow's book. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was dropped after a mass protest by employees because the employees were so furious that the company was going to publish Alan, who has been accused of sexually abusing um, Mia Farrow's daughter, Dylan. Um, So the book was put out by Arcade Publishing, and he talks about his relationship with Sunyi Prev. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
Jackson, who is his current wife and who was his stepdaughter. Right. So awkward. Yeah. Yeah. And every time I say that, I have to go, wait, right. That's what happened. Mm -hmm. That's that's the world we thought was normal. Um, (laughs) He said that he and Mia Farrow were basically apart by the time he began dating her adopted daughter, Soon Yi, who is 35 years younger than him. Um, He recalled the day that Mia Farrow learned of the affair after discovering erotic photographs of her 20 something daughter at Woody Allen's apartment. He said, of course, I understood her shock, her dismay, her rage, everything. It was the correct reaction. Um, but he regressed, expressed no regret. He said, sometimes when the going got rough and I was maligned everywhere, I was asked if I'd known the outcome. Do I ever wish I never took up with Sunni? I always answered, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. It's so shocking how he's saying, I know it's wrong, but I don't care. Mm-hmm. And right. that seems to be his sort of rationale, like... I don't care that it was wrong or that people were outraged. Like the outrage was not for nothing, right? No, it's very bizarre. I mean, they were together for more than a decade and they had Ronan Farrow together. And, um, and then when they were separated, he and her adopted daughter had this relationship. It's a very strange situation. And it just makes you feel very bizarre. And I just don't know if this memoir was necessary. Yeah, like who is the person that says, I just really need to know what's going on with uh, Woody Allen right now? Really? I know. Not it. (laughs) Not it. Not anybody. Um, Pregnant Michelle Williams and um, her now husband, Thomas Kale, they got married. So now they're husband and wife. Uh, I mean, that is super exciting, but also what interesting timing. I know. Listen, they um, insiders are saying they're very happy and thrilled to be bringing a baby into the world. And they were hoping to get married before she gave birth. And so they did like a little secret, exciting ceremony and um, and got married. I mean, congratulations. That'll be a memory that'll last. Remember that time we got married during the coronavirus pandemic I know. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean i think people are doing that though i mean i don't know my cousin just got engaged in texas and i was like do you guys not have social distancing there like what's going on here <laughs> oh my gosh it's so bizarre. i mean it's very exciting i'm so delighted for them that they're getting that they're engaged but then i thought what an odd time it is weird the way that the like other parts of the world are not or the other parts of the country are not necessarily doing what we're doing well texans look at the world differently. And I say this as a half Texan. My mom was born. My mom is a Texan and I'm half. So I can say this half Texan as a former Texan. I can wholeheartedly agree that they look at things differently and then they're they're on their own planet. Yes. And then their own role in the world is just seen as a little bit different. So you you just go with that. (laughs) But you know, look, they got a lot of real good barbecue. Oh, there's so many great things about Texas. Yeah. It's really wonderful. Austin in and of itself is a national treasure. This is what I hear. It's really a great city. I can't say I've ever been. But and you I w- won't for a while. That's true. I'm no. staying right here. No, you won't. Um, lots of designers, including Brandon Maxwell, including Christian Siriano, are working on masks for um, healthcare workers. And they're our making very, all these amazing ones and sending them out. Our, our very own Christopher Straub Yes, is. he's yeah. doing the same yes. thing. It's just really great. Brandon Maxwell is a designer, a longtime Lady Gaga collaborator, and he shared that he and his team had begun making masks, gowns, and other desperately needed supplies for hospitals and healthcare workers. And so I do think it's really wonderful when you see like there's a specific need and then this specific group of people that can fulfill that need. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they have talents that are 
sewing. I will say it's been heartening to see the swift reaction that, you know, certain industries have made to deal with what we're facing. That, you know, again, we all don't know quite where we're going yet. And there are a lot of people that are being hurt and sadly are are dying um, unnecessarily. But um, in the midst of that, it is somewhat heartening to see that, you know, there are people doing what they can in this moment that will have an actual positive impact on the situation it does does seem kind of shocking though that in the united states of america that we don't have enough masks for our hospital workers it's true does anyone else feel like yes where are we we are feeling yeah we're learning a lot about ourselves i mean if there's one thing that we have here in the u.s it's a whole lot of stuff we got stuff everywhere yeah how come we don't have the right stuff yeah that's a new kids on the block that is that was well done thank you very much um celebrities are are also donating money and donating other things too. Bethany Frankel is now donating over 1 million masks to hospitals. Okay. Where is she getting these? So I, she's been raising funds and I guess she's buying them somewhere. I don't know. What I will say is that Bethany Frankel in the past has been involved in relief efforts for hurricanes and other natural disasters. So something tells me maybe she said that they have an Israeli company that she's working with. She says we have suppliers all over the world. And she's producing the N95 medically approved masks with the help of five different suppliers. You know, if anybody can get stuff done, it's that girl. Oh, for sure. I mean, gosh, it's kind of interesting because she should run for president. <laughs> um, you know, wow, what? are we there yet, Elizabeth? I really? just wish I just she didn't like, say that out loud. I, know, I just feel like she gets stuff done, though. I feel like when there's, if you know, if she's such a hustler and she's just a hard worker, and no matter what she's done, when she was like schlepping her little baked goods at the grocery store, she was hustling. Yeah, yeah. she's just always working hard she's like a shark if she stops moving then yes i think you're right and she just finds people to do like if she wants to create something she finds people to help her get it done and then she gets it done i think that's really a wonderful quality i will say shout out was too far whatever you guys no it's all good (laughs) it's all right in this moment you're allowed (laughs) i did also just want to give a shout out from on the mask front i was reading an article last night about our very own 3m that is literally shipping masks to seattle and places throughout the country that need them right now like tens of millions of masks so they are in it to win it and helping um, right here in our own backyard. Oh, it's so good. Rihanna yeah. donated $5 million. Kelly Ripa donated a million dollars. So, um, you know, that money is definitely helping. People coming together. Yeah, we are. like it. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Elizabeth Reese. Hey, we need somebody to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You win a prize on my talk 1071. Now let's do it. There it is. Second pop culture challenge. Who's on the phone today, Colleen? We've got Jen on the line. And what is Jen playing for? Jen is playing for a big fat one of these. A wonderful My Talk 1071 prize. Okay. You ready to play the 30 second pop culture challenge, Jen? Yep. Time will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. Sweet Caroline is a song by which singer? Oh, oh my gosh. Um, what's his name? Oh, this is the pressure here. Um, yeah, I know uh, Barry Manilow. Nope. You want to pass? Oh, the other guy. Yeah, the uh, other guy. Who is it? Uh, you know that guy. Yeah. yeah. Sweet Caroline. 
The pressure is too much. <laughs> oh, Jen, I'm Jen. sorry, honey. Oh, let's go back and get all the questions. Okay, can I even get correct? <laughs> what, Bradley? Can I just um I just want to give everyone a heads up. In future, if you don't want to answer the question, you can just say pass and move on and we can go on other questions. But we'll come back to that yeah. one. Sweet Caroline is a song by Neil Diamond. Oh, that other guy. Yeah. You know she knew who it was, yeah. right? Okay, which WWF superstar had a pasta restaurant at the Mall of America? Hulk Hogan? I didn't know that. Neither did I. It was well, called Pasta Mania. It was on the third floor. Oh my gosh. Pasta Mania. South Side Food Court back like in 1993. Fool Court. Yeah, well, it was a Fool Court. Remember they had I the mean. State Fair yes. place at the Food Court? That was my favorite because that was the only place you could get cheese curds outside of the State Fair. Right. Moving back on. then, now you can get them any old place. I know. Look, see, the world can change for the better without even realizing it. Fingers crossed. Let's True. go. Yeah. Okay. Third who, question. Who wrote the book West World? That would be Michael Crichton. Megan McCain is a co-host of what daytime chat show? The View. What city hosted the 2016 Olympic Summer Games? Rio. Down in Rio. De Janeiro. <laughs> That's Barry Manilow. Okay. All right. Now that we've answered all of those questions, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly's brought for us in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. The hot gossip continues to flow. And here is your first celebrity (laughs) gossip mystery. This A-list diva slash singer slash actress is still going business as normal and thinks that COVID-19 is a huge inconvenience. Mm. Also, when one of her employees didn't feel safe coming to work, she fired them. Is that Mariah scary? (gasps) <gasps> Mariah. That's not appropriate. Honey. Honey. Mariah Carey is still going business as normal and thinks that all of this is just a huge inconvenience. Also, when one of Mariah's employees didn't feel safe coming to work, she fired them. Okay, can I take a quick like side jaunt to talk about something about that blind item that yeah. has been stuck in my craw? Yeah. This notion that the virus is a huge inconvenience, it is not limited to just Mariah Carey. Oh, um, for sure. So in the baseball world, the baseball, like the youth baseball world, the big deal this weekend was that uh, Cooperstown Dreams Park, which holds a tournament every year for 12 U players around the country, uh, they have closed down for the entire summer. Kids I mean, play their entire careers careers kids play baseball to go to cooperstown to play yeah and they have had to shut it down yeah which makes perfect sense it is a virtual petri dish Mm -hmm. you would think i mean the parents on the chat room boards are beside themselves yeah well i hope they don't have anyone in their family radius who is um alive Mm -hmm. i was gonna say who's old infirm compromised immune system but that i don't even know that that's enough but like do you care about the people you love in your life then look there are a lot of people who are going to be quote inconvenienced i mean i do think about like you know think about kids um right now we all want to stay safe but think about kids this year for example who aren't going to have prom they're not going to have graduation right 
like their lives are going to be fundamentally changed by this in a way we haven't even begun to appreciate right. yet. So I get that in the short term, people like will overreact. But like, can you honestly sit with yourself for five minutes and not think your way out of that and why it sounds so ludicrous and dumb to yes. think that way? And, you know, I think now is the time to just, like, have some grace and perspective. Also, that particular facility, and I'm talking about Cooperstown Dreams Park, is the home to, like, 40-some-odd barracks where the kids would stay when they would go to play baseball at Cooperstown Dream Park. That can now be used, and I believe they actually are giving that facility over to be, like, an off-site, like, hospital. Oh, awesome. Which, in the state of New York, is necessary right now. So, I, my point is, Mariah Carey feels, according to this blind item, feels inconvenienced. Get off your fanny. She's not alone. But this is not an inconvenience. This is our reality right now. We just need to, like, deal. Yeah. Okay. Enough for her. Thank you. Getting down from my soapbox, what's next? Blinded by the item. Another blind item is next. Perfect. Here we go. The people of the permanent A-list singer, in quotation marks, are trying to get a hearing scheduled for next month, continued until October at the earliest. Oh, Brittany. Brittany. Ooh, fill in that blank. So the people of Britney Spears are trying <laughs> to get... The people of Britney Spears. <laughs> the people of Britney. Her handlers are trying to get a hearing scheduled for next month continued until October at the earliest. Okay. What what are they well, first of all, it shouldn't be an issue. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But secondly, what why what why? So what do we think is underlying this, I guess? What's the reason? What's the motive you're asking? Yeah, I guess. I suppose <sighs> the motive would be to Keep her estate under control Mm. and keep extending it and extending it and extending it. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's do one more. Okay. I mean, in good faith. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah! It's our word of the day. Just stay away. Just stay away. Just stay away from me. Just stay away. Just stay away. Just stay away with me. Yes. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our friend Holly practiced her uh, self-care in a very petty way. And it is a petty way that we will all enjoy. After this, we'll tell you how petty Holly got with a Twitter thread that went viral this weekend after this on My Talk 107.1. Well, Holly got real petty this weekend in the name of self-care, and we're so glad for it on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 107.1, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Holly. Holly went down a Twitter uh, wormhole, and I support this. Yeah. Because I saw this thread, and I didn't take the deep dive I wanted to, but Holly did it on our behalf. Holly, why don't you tell us what you spent your time doing? Uh, This might have been Friday night or Saturday morning, but I came across a Twitter thread by a person named Kevin T. Porter. Now, it seems that he is a writer. He has a podcast, uh, does a couple of things out there in the world of entertainment. Well, Kevin T. Porter tweeted out the following on the 20th. Right now, we all need a little kindness. You know, like Ellen DeGeneres always talks about. She's also notoriously one of the meanest people alive. 
Respond to this with the most insane stories you've heard about Ellen being mean, and I'll match you every... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. One with $2 to the L.A. Food Bank. Isn't that fantastic? I love this. So um, we should just give people a little background because they're like, oh my God, why are you hating on Ellen? She's like the most amazing. Well, that she does a lot of good in the world, right? But this is not the first time we've heard about Ellen being notoriously... Mm, rude. Rude. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So our like routinely we hear about her from uh the person who we source our blind items from, NT Lawyer. Uh he basically is like, Yeah, y'all think she's fantastic, but she's really a Rudy Tuesday. Well, people showed up for this. Oh, yeah. And you know, on the one hand, like I have to give him credit, the two dollars to the LA food bank, that was enticing. Uh, and he did a lot of good from this, but people unleashed. So what is there like a really awesome story you want to share with us, Holly, in this thread? Well, there are several. And this story that I'm going to tell you is from a comedian. And actually, there were several other people who told this story on this comedian's behalf, corroborating the story, being like, I had a friend who told me this story. Well, she actually went and told the story. So here's the story. I worked at Real Food Daily, which is a restaurant in Los Angeles, and served her and Portia de Rossi at brunch. She, Ellen, wrote a letter to the owner and I and complained about my chipped nail polish. Not that it was on her plate, but just that it was on my hand. The author of this tweet said I had worked till closing the night before, and this was the next morning, and almost got me fired. Oh, my God. So that's so funny that that's the one that you picked out. Because I, she did a routine. This this person who wrote that tweet is also an aspiring comic, and did a whole. She did like a five minute set, and that story was in there. And I hunted it down and watched it this weekend because I was like, of course, of course, she tells this story. Now in the comedy version of it, she lost her job, but. In the real life version, she almost lost she her job. Almost lost her job over chipped fingernail paint. Yeah, again on her hands, not in the food. What mm-hmm. I love is that these stories are so relatable and totally plausible. Like again, you know, like for example, there's one that just says um, from someone, "I have another food one." She polices her crew's lunch orders. Nobody's allowed to eat fish, etc. They would come hide on our stage to eat whatever they wanted to get away from her. And, like, you just know that person, right? Oh, like, yes. there is somebody in your life. So, like, it is petty, but it's, like, total believability petty. It's not like she killed animals, uh, you know, in a dark alley. These are just, like, totally believable things that, like, why would you put your name to that if it weren't actually true? Right? Right? Exactly. So now I'm curious. And, Holly, I don't know. Have you have you followed along with, um, I mean, did Kevin Porter who originally tweeted this, has he given any updates on his final donation? Yeah, how much do you have to shell out? Well, his final donation as of 22 hours ago was $600. 
Okay, that means about 300 stories. Wow. About 300 Ellen DeGeneres stories on this so petty crazy. Twitter thread. Somebody did say she drives an ice cream truck covered in human skulls. <laughs> so I don't think that's no, real, though. But I like no, that. But, I mean, I don't like that. Can but, I also yeah. just add, like, personal anecdote, even though it's not mine? Uh, when I went to see Kathy Griffin... Wait, did you go to Kathy Griffin, Colleen? No. No. Um, when I went to see Kathy Griffin, like, a whole part of her, yes. her shtick was basically, like, she made fun of um, comedians who steal jokes and then blatantly called out Ellen for doing that and then went on a thing about how she's just not a nice person to be around. And I, I again, it's it's not that I think, like, surprise, people are one way on the outside and another way behind the scenes. That does not surprise me. But it does just make you appreciate, like, she's a human, right? Like, right. she's a human who has flaws, just like every one of us. Yeah. Because we all know that we ourselves are um, capable of being petty in this, you know, in this way. Well, and here's one that, at least with Ellen, it's that she presents as this person who's full of love and kindness and radiates goodness. But behind the scenes and a lot of the stories on this petty thread reflect that, that she's a horrible person to work for. Like, for example, here's one that really stuck out to me. Uh, they shared this. This was a story of their friend. After working for Ellen for over five years, close friend left to have a baby and found a different job on a union network show with benefits, etc. Ellen begged her to return, then fired her after one week, no reason given, and friend struggled for a long time with a new baby and no benefits. Oh my gosh. Okay, this one is my favorite. This comes from uh, somebody by the name of Benjamin Seaman. Uh, she has a sensitive nose, so everyone must chew gum from a bowl outside of her office before talking to her. And if she thinks you smell that day, you have to go home and take a shower. What? Uh, no, no, it goes on. A new staff member was told every day she picks someone different to really hate. It's not your fault. Just suck it up for the day, and she'll be mean to somebody else the next day. They didn't believe it, but it ended up being entirely true. Wow. Another one, when she's in a bad mood, this is all the same person. Staff members were highly encouraged by upper management to go into her office and do bits to cheer her up. Uh this is a great one. She cares about animals, which is good, but she's so sensitive. For example, if someone tried to show her a funny viral video and way in the distance, you could barely audibly hear a dog barking. She'll scream at you and say, can't you hear that animals in distress? Why did you show me this? And then, for example, somebody wrote a joke with the phrase, it's like pulling a rabbit out of a hat. And she screamed at them. Do you know how painful that would be for the rabbit? Okay. 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 You know, this thread, oh, this it, petty celebrity gossip If you thread, need a little mind getaway, yeah. Holly, maybe you can... Or did you already retweet that? I did not retweet it, but oh, I will. It is... Oh, it is a treat. It's worth, it's worth a glance or two. It's a treat. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, you know, we got to talk about all the celebrities that coming down with coronavirus. It tells us one thing. We'll tell you what that one thing is after this on My Talk 107. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.